You are listening to episode number eight, Balancing with the End in Mind. If you are a woman, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, love all things business, and want to be an awesome mom, this is the show. Hi, I'm your host, Allie Brooks, and along with my best friend, Jenny Thompson, we talk about all this and more. Get ready to be inspired and maybe have a little fun. Hello, everyone. Time for another episode of Mind Your Own Business Mom. Who is so excited about it? <laughs> I'm Allie. And this is Jenny. We are excited to be here because we are talking about balancing mom life and work life. Is that a thing? It's a thing. We're making it a thing. It's a thing. It's happening. Been doing it for 28 years. It's a thing. <laughs> That's a long time. You're old. It's awesome. <laughs> she says that with affection every Yes. Month. I love how old you are. <laughs> okay. The first thing I want to talk about when it comes to this balancing, yeah. which is kind of like, is there such thing as balancing? Right. Like, we're going to pretend there is today because I know a lot of people are like it's more like juggling or it's more like this or Mm -hmm. it's more like that but for our purposes we're going to talk about balancing today yeah the thing that I always think of basically base my whole life on Mm -hmm. is the concept of beginning with the end in mind have you read this book yes the habits of highly effective people it's a must um I haven't read the whole thing (laughs) I just I just kind of pick out what I want to read. You know what I mean? No, I'm just kidding. Have you? Admit. (laughs) Tell the truth right now. Of course. You read it cover to cover? I mean, you know, speed read. (laughs) Don't be busting me on a podcast. Comes out. I knew it. I just know you. I just know you're like me. I'm like, yes, what? I know exactly. Like, what? What are the cliff notes? (laughs) What page do I go to? Yes. It's a long book. But it is brilliant. It has amazing principles. Yes. He's very um, widely received by the business community. Yes. Widely received. So. Um, Okay, but this is one of my favorite things in the world, even though I haven't ever read this book cover to cover. Okay, this is the part that I love the most in this book. The beginning with the end in mind. It's the idea of you close your eyes and you imagine yourself at your own funeral. Yes, kind of morbid, Mm -hmm. but also awesome because your family's there and there's speakers talking about you. I like that. Right? (laughs) Oh, geez. (laughs) Now, think deeply. This is a quote from the book. Now think deeply. What would you like each of these speakers to say about you and your life? What kind of husband, wife, father, or mother would you like their words to reflect? What kind of son or daughter or cousin? What kind of friend? What kind of working associate? What character would you like them to have seen in you? What contributions, what achievements would you want them to remember? Look carefully at the people around you. What difference would you like to have made in their lives? Mm-hmm. I love that. And you know what? I do think about that. I think about it all the time, especially yeah. in my parenting. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. when I'm gone <laughs> and when my kids are telling stories about their mom to their kids or their grandkids, mm-hmm. what do I want them to say? Yeah. And I basically base everything I do, everything I do on that idea. We have a common friend 
whose mother just passed away. And I saw a comment from one of our other friends saying how she remembers when she was a teenager and being in this friend's kitchen and watching her mom, the one that just passed away, and how wonderful she was. And I just thought that is so neat that a random person who has nothing to do with her family remembers that, yeah, you know, that she impacted want. her. Yeah. That's amazing. That's what we want. And so every, every time I'm going to freak out, right? I'm not kidding you. Sometimes this works. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I freak out anyway, <laughs> but every time I feel myself trying to like, Losing Oh, it. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I think of this. Yeah. I think, how is this going to affect this child? Are they, if I keep, if I do this, right? what are they going to say about me? How are they going to feel about me in the long run? Like at the end. Yeah. Shoot. That's, that's scary. That's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> it's really powerful. <laughs> the other thing yeah. that's awesome in this section of this book, um, seven habits for highly effective people is the idea that all things are created twice. Okay. So he means like in your head, you in your head first. Yep. And then in reality, like mentally and then physically. So, which is interesting because I think it's kind of a, a eternal concept personally. I think yeah. it has everything to do with why we're here. We're just getting glimpses of how to create. Oh, that's deep. Yeah. Even though you're making all sorts of noise, <laughs> I'll forgive you because that was deep. <laughs> Jenny's like playing with pins and knocking over the table. I like to fidget. But you know what? She throws in some really deep <laughs> eternal concepts right. and we forgive her. So I was thinking of this in terms of just like regular stuff. Like you and I are planning a trip to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> We're letting our husbands come. Which is very generous of us. I'm so excited for them to come. (laughs) A lot of times we go on girls trips, but when we do a serious trip, like if it's going to be far away, Cancun, if it's going to be a long time, like a week, then we let them come. Yeah. That's, I mean, I mean, we like, at least we we can do, (laughs) (laughs) but it's the same idea as like planning a trip. Yep. Like, I don't want to just show up to Mexico and be like, hey, I'm here. Oh, shoot. I didn't make reservations at this restaurant, which I learned the other day. You have we, to make reservations. You have to make reservations. Mm-hmm. So we're mm-hmm. going to an all ex- all-inclusive. But a friend of mine was saying, hey, even if you go to an all-inclusive resort, you have to know that you have to make reservations beforehand to go to the restaurants. Otherwise, you're just at the like buffet kind of situation. Right, right. Which is no bueno for us. I'm practicing my Spanish. No bueno. So, so, I mean, yeah. The breakfast is always great. But, yeah, dinner. Yeah. For sure. You want to experience all the restaurants. You want to experience life. Right. And everything that has to offer. You have to create it in your mind. for Like, you have to plan. Plan. You got to plan. You have to begin with the end in mind. In everything. And especially in balancing mom life and work life. So imagine you go to this amazing, I love, there's actually a talk by a general authority. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be so mad if I can't remember who it is. And I can't, No, I want to say Elder Holland, but he talked about how that man goes on the ship on the cruise. 
Yeah, and I he wanted to. That. He was so tight. He brought cans with him yeah, to he eat. He didn't want to spend his money. Yes. He didn't know that the restaurants were included. Yes, and same thing here. Oh, like that's you can't so go sad. to this resort and not plan on all of the things that it has to offer yeah. you. Life has yeah. so much to so offer. So we're us. going with a bunch of friends, and I'm trying to plan like a time for us to all get together and plan what we wanted. What everybody wants to do. So we have all the options and all the excursions are mapped out. Same thing with life, with balancing, with planning your life, with making it work, especially when you have to be mom and you want to do business too. Everything is going to either happen by design or by default. And Mm -hmm. if it happens by default, it's a hot mess. It's no bueno, which I think is not even a thing. No bueno doesn't make sense. You don't think? I don't know. People who are, (laughs) who speak Spanish, will you please let us know? Will you please comment and tell us? (laughs) I'm pretty sure that, I'm pretty sure it's a thing. I said it once. Ooh, no bueno. You know, I said it to um, Megan's mom, mother-in-law, who's, who's, Spanish and she was like no you don't say that so I don't know maybe maybe but anyway it's no good I say it all the time it's I do too and my husband speaks Spanish and he's never corrected me yeah so I don't know I don't know but I don't know either it's no good we'll figure that out um I want to tell a story about when I decided how I was going to handle balancing mom life and work life and this happened let me think how many years ago, probably in like 2007, 2008. Okay. And I had two little kids. How old were they? They were probably like four and two, something like that. Yeah. It's pre Ellie Jenny life. I don't know. Yeah. We didn't know each other yet. I imagine. And I had started a um, race management company mm-hmm. and I had a partner and he was awesome, but then he decided that he was going to move to Germany and he wanted to sell the company. Thank goodness. And I was like, what? I didn't want to sell the company. And what ended up happening was that he sold his half of the company to somebody else who has been my partner for the past several years. And he's awesome too. So it works out. And something else happened. What? Tell me. What I happened? don't know. What happened when he moved to Germany? Oh, and you moved into his house because he lived across the street yes. from me. Yeah, so it was a blessing that he went to Germany. And we love him, but Guggenheim. it was a blessing. Guggenheim. Guggenheim. I don't know. Frankfurt. I'm obviously not very... No, Berlin, actually. It's Berlin. No, I was just saying a German word like... Oh. Guten Tag. Anyways, so, <laughs> so um, I was talking to I was talking to him and his wife about selling the company, and I had this like epiphany moment where I said, "I can't sell this company. I've worked too hard on it. It hasn't even gained traction yet." And I ignored my kids, and I started crying. Uh. And that was the moment where I realized that I had done something wrong. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even realize that I had um, that I had done this or that I had felt this way until it came out of my mouth, which happens to me a lot, by yeah. the way. Um, and I, I kind of just really had to take a step back and go, okay, what did I do? What do I need to do differently? And this was the moment where I decided 
I was going to do things different and I wasn't going to ignore my kids and I was going to like resist the urge Mm -hmm. that I have because I actually love to work. I love to figure things out. Like give me a project and I am just going to go at it till it's done. Good. And I have extreme focus, like almost to a detriment Yeah, that I will sit down and do nothing else and nothing else matters to me. And you know what? I think it's interesting to bring into the picture here because I think as women who have children, young children, yeah, I think this is probably a thing for a lot of people. It was for me. I know it was for you. It's hard. Little ones are hard. So we hard. love those little babies. I mean, they're chubby little I know, thighs. And I miss and them so on much them. now. Yes, but, but that's what brutal. being a grandma's about. Yeah, but I can't you know, wait for that. <laughs> but the thing is, is it's a hard time mentally. It is. It is a difficult time. Everything's I a mess. Everything's a mess. Disaster. Oh my gosh. And and you only talk baby talk. You know that <laughs> thing where your husband comes home and he's exhausted. You're like, please just say something to me. And you know, I mean, it's such a difficult time. Yeah. So being able to find your, you know, to get lost in something else is super tempting. So true. And that is what I would do. And I still have the tendency to do it. Less now because I've made the conscious decision. I've begun with the end in mind. I have, mm. I haven't let my life happen by default. I've now designed it the way that I want it to be. But at this point, it was happening by default. Gotcha. And I had just gotten sucked in. Mm-hmm. So another experience I had that gave me kind of an aha moment was I went to see a speaker. Who had who has a really successful business? If I told you what it was, you'd everybody would know it. Mm-hmm. And she's a mom. I think she has like two kids, and she did a presentation. It was good. It was interesting. And at the end, it was like question and answer. And somebody asked her, "How do you balance being a mom and being a business owner? How does that work for you?" And she said, "There is no balance." Something has to give. I chose my business. Mm. And I was like, that was like a dagger mm. to my heart. Yeah, that's, that's I really was sad. like, even thinking it now, and this was years ago. This was probably, I don't know, seven, eight years ago that I heard mm-hmm. this. And I think about it all the time. And it was that moment where I had already begun to create things by design. I had already started thinking more about beginning with the end in mind and shaping my life and my business and my parenting, how I wanted it and not just how it ended up being. Yeah. But at this moment, I really took a hard look and I was like, okay, is that what I'm going for? Or is it something else? Mm -hmm. And I decided it was something else. I decided I didn't believe her. I didn't agree with her. Um, Maybe to get to the point where she got, which was you know, but that's really too much of a cost for me to me too. Yeah, me too. I don't even want that. No, what I want is to be able to have a business that I'm proud of, that gives me an outlet, that gives me a sense of accomplishment that makes money, mm-hmm. but I'm not personally looking to build a multi-million dollar corporation. Well, now you are too, but <laughs> the kids are getting older. So if it happens, well, it happens. and yeah, I mean, if, if something, there's a time and a season for everything. I remember yes. I was, 
I was in a like, I don't know what they were called, marriage and family class at BYU. Mm-hmm. And I remember ta- the professor talking about a time and a season for everything and not to feel like in your parenting, in your life, that everything has to be done at a certain time and in a certain way, that there's always room for what you want to accomplish. And I think I'm starting to get to this point where I'm going, oh my gosh, I don't have that much time with my kids. <laughs> right. Like I, my yes. daughter said the other day, I went into her room because I was, she was walking out. We had just done like family prayer, right? And she stood up, she said something, and she left. And my husband looked at me and said, she's getting old. She's Mm. growing up. She's turning into a woman. Mm -hmm. And I was like, stop it. (laughs) And I start crying. And I went into her room, and I laid down with her. She's so sweet. She always lets me, like, cuddle her. And... And she and I was bawling, and she was like, "Mom, stop crying!" And I was like, "But you're gonna leave me!" And she was like, "Don't worry, Mom. We only have three and a half years. No, we, we still we have. still have yeah. three and a half years oh, left." And so I was like, painful. "Is that That's a blink of an to eye? Make me feel better." <laughs> I was like, "This is even worse. That's eternity three to and her. A half years. That's so long to her. You remember how long high school was? Oh yeah, forever. Yeah. But I swear, she just." like flew right out of junior high so it's like girl I don't even understand it goes by so fast which is another reason why and I understand when you have little kids and you're in the thick of that it feels like it is never gonna end and every day is a little bit of torture so hard sometimes now where I have three kids gone yeah I mean I was in I was at the point in my life where we we were done we had a 16 year old and a 13 year old and then a, a eight year old. I know this is, is like went? me having a baby right now. Yeah. I think of that all the time. And I'm like, you know, Cowrie actually said, let's, let's, he kept saying, I swear we have one more. And I'm like, no, no, I don't want to do it again. But I'm so glad we did. Yeah. He's cute. Oh, but you know, and he's 11 and, and I love this age. Yeah. Eight to 12 before they start to smell. Yeah. I think it was dreamy. Well, and while they're still home and while they still, they're totally, they can do things for themselves. Right. But they're also, you don't have to worry about them being out smashing mailboxes. Yes, exactly. If you know they're going to do it. Well, not anymore. (laughs) Back in my day, boys would smash mailboxes. Today, it's like anything you do, you get arrested. Yeah. It's not fun anymore. No. Boo. <laughs> All right. So a couple of things. We're just kidding about that. Do not engage in criminal activity. Okay. Just of as a general kind. rule. Yeah. It's not a good idea. It's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. What things do I do and what things do you do to work on this balance? A couple of things that I do are that I pick one thing that I'm going to do all the time with that one child. And it's something that's personal to them. I love that. So for instance, my little guy, he's eight. He wants me to lay with him at night. Mm-hmm. So what do I do? Well, apparently you lay with him and Eliza. So that's not why. <laughs> it's not special. <laughs> no, I just go in and cry to her that she's growing up. <laughs> and then I let her go to sleep by herself. Yeah, but my baby, he likes yeah. to be like, I literally hold him as he falls asleep mm. and he's eight. 
and he's he's pretty big. He's a big eight year old. Yeah, it's as big as my eleven year old. I know he is. He's so big. My kids are so tall because I'm really tall. My husband's really tall, and he loves being held while he falls asleep. So I do that for him. Mm-hmm. There are some nights where I'm like, "Hey, bud, I can't lay with you tonight." You know, some nights I just like I don't have the patience because I I I'm in there a good twenty minutes. Yeah, just laying there. that's hard every it's night. It's hard, but, but it I, also is wonderful. Yeah, when you know it's your last one, it's different. It is different, yeah. and when you can see that yeah. they're actually going to grow up and leave, yeah, it really changes your perspective a lot. It does. I wish I could have seen that as a mom of young kids. Mm-hmm. Really understood. I didn't see it with I my didn't first see it. three. You my last one, I was thrilled to to just get up in the middle of the night to breastfeed. I mean, yeah. I was just like, I will do this as long as I can. It goes by so fast. Yeah, but I remember thinking so like, sweet. this is never going to end. <laughs> but it did. And now it's over. <laughs> um, the other thing I do with my oldest, she's 14. I always drive her and her friends wherever they want to go. Oh my gosh. That's the best. Yeah. I did too. You know, yeah. when my kids are, when they're 14, they now have a life and they're yeah. starting to like want to hang out with their friends and go to games and whatever. And I would jump at the opportunity to have that car full of girls in my yeah. car or boys. Yeah. I, or boys and girls. Yeah, it's exactly. just the best in the conversations. And I never say so no. Fun. And like this last weekend, they wanted some boys to come over, but the boys didn't have a ride. And I was like, well, I'll go get them. No, Let's go. You're the best. You know? And then she just texted me from school. She's like, hey, can you take us up to Lagoon on Saturday? Which is what? You two hours. So I much. hate it. But I said yes. Oh because I always, gosh. I'm not going. I'm not going to go. I'm just going to drop them off. I better make sure we don't have anything on our calendar schedule for Saturday. <laughs> okay, we don't. You can, you're free. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, and then with my middle child, he loves to watch shows with me. He loves to watch funny shows. Mm-hmm. Like He will literally, if there's a new episode of his favorite show, he'll come home from school and be like, Mom. There's a new episode of the Goldbergs. Yeah. You know, which he loves that That's show. Your thing. We love that show. And so I will watch it with them. Or we will watch Seinfeld, which he loves. He loves watching funny Sitcom. shows with me. Yeah. yeah, with sitcoms with me. And yeah. he actually loves watching like shows from the nineties, which is like That's the best. My day. You know? I our shows are the office sometimes, but also yeah. but also Seinfeld. And Fresh Off the Boat. Oh my gosh. We were so watching funny. Fresh Off the Boat the other day. And I, so we have a loft in our house. So like when I'm in the kitchen, yeah, you can hear. I can look up and see the TV mm-hmm. and I can hear what's going on, which felt like sometimes it's annoying, but sometimes it's awesome because this house is very like open, open yeah, and we can hear everything that's happening. And on an episode of Fresh Off the Boat, it was the lady from the office. Oh my gosh. The blonde one. Angela. Angela. Yes. And she was on Fresh Off the Boat and they were talking about. You know, the mom, the Chinese mom was saying, it's so hard for us because we're the only Chinese people in the neighborhood. And she's like, and Angela says, well, we're the only LDS, Latter-day Saints on the block. I was like, I didn't know that. Yeah. So you overheard it. I overheard it. And then I went and like. I haven't seen that one. Up into the, I haven't seen either. I mean, that's the only thing. And I, was I like, love what? that. That's Angela. awesome. And then I was like, is it correct to say Latter-day Saint now? Oh my goodness. I don't know. I'm so confused. You just, you just say, I'm a uh, member. We're going to figure it out. I'm a member of the church. 
Don't you know? We are the no. church. No. You know, you can say that safely amongst people yeah. who are of the same faith. Yeah. But if I they're not... I still have to figure out, because this just I happened, I still have to figure out exactly what to do. I'm a little confused. I think it's awesome. You can say the Church of Jesus Christ. That's, yeah. That's, and then people will be like, what's Is that, that a new church? Is that something? You're like, yes. <laughs> only 200 years old. <laughs> it's pretty new. Um, the other thing I do with my kids is that I actually pray to know which each one of them needs. And so that I can simplify things, eliminate things. I love the fact that we can have direction like that. And I love, you know, you know, I love to get rid of stuff. Um, yes. I love to eliminate. I love to simplify. Yes. I am all about saying like, nope, sorry, can't make it. (laughs) (laughs) And not over scheduling. Mm-hmm. and not making myself too busy. Hmm. I think that's, there's so many moms that get so stressed and can't find this balance. Just between soccer games and football yeah. and basketball and gymnastics and dance and singing. Yeah. Piano. Yeah. Those are all very much a part of our culture. Totally. I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eliza does horseback riding. Yeah. That's true. Luke does they flag get, football. They get their thing. Yeah, they get a thing. They get a thing at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when um, when it's when it starts to snow and Liza can't ride horses, then she's going to start guitar lessons. Mm-hmm. And when she gets back on um, horseback riding, she'll take a break on guitar lessons great. and just practice herself. Spring. That's And that's great. how I just can manage myself. Cause what? I have to drive an hour to horseback riding. Um, <laughs> and we live in Harriman almost where there's a million horses. So that's I know, funny, but I don't like to, I like my place. You like your place. Yeah. So I love not making myself busy. I love saying like, I'm not busy and I actually love downtime. Mm-hmm. It's what makes life worthwhile, I yeah. think. You generate. Yeah. It, no, really. I mean, that's what you live for. Yeah. Is that downtime? So I make sure that I have it. Yeah. And even when I had little kids and was building a business, I still made sure that I had it mm-hmm. by eliminating other things that weren't that important. Um, I'll give you an example of. Just this last week. So I'm a activity days leader in our ward and they wanted to have a meeting and I was like, sorry, can't come <laughs> because my husband's the, uh, what is he? Elders is No. I mean, elders. what is he? Executive secretary. Yeah, my husband's Same as my executive husband. secretary. Both our husbands have that calling, which is a lot of time uh-huh. and effort and, and then I also have the calling to teach the, to the facilitate the self-reliance class you and I both have that and then I have activity days on top of that and so I was just like you know what guys I don't need to come to that meeting have fun at the meeting that sounds send me the notes I'm not gonna make it (laughs) because I just we've just promoted and validated a thousand women to just say no to their calling well I mean don't say no to your calling right but like there's I mean you can if you want no but really do we over meet yes yeah I agree. Like, really, there needs to be very conscious effort to not be in meetings all the time. Yeah. We don't need to be. And if something doesn't work for you at that time, because I'm just going, look, my husband just started a new job where he's working insane hours. I see him like two hours a day, maybe. 
I know, and you guys used to be together all the time. We used to be together all the time with his old job. He had so much flexibility, and now he's gone all the time, plus his calling. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, guys, it's just not working in my life right now. You know, let me know how the meeting goes. You're a volunteer. Yeah, and I will come, and I will set up the Mm daddy-daughter dance, and we can use my cotton candy machine. Like, I am all for it. I will help however I can, but I can't take an hour out of my family time to go do that right now. Right. Sometimes it's reasonable. Sometimes you can, and sometimes you can't. And don't be afraid to, to say, say you no. Can't. Don't or, hey, be afraid. Can we do it over the phone? Or hey, could we do this over text? text? Or hey, could you email me that? Exactly. You know, just really keeping track of your time and doing things by design and not by default, yeah. and not giving in to everybody else's schedules and what you feel like is expected. Mm-hmm. But really designing your life, your business, your family, the way that you decided because you began with the end in mind. I love that. And is everything you do working towards that end? Yes. 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 All right, guys. That's our podcast for today. Love it. I hope you love it. We love you. Come find us on Instagram. Well, I guess it's more me. Jenny comments. <laughs> uh, mind your own business mom. And if you want to learn more, go to mindyourownbusinessmom.com. Thanks, guys. Have an awesome day. Bye.